Fine Dining, the search for the most mediocre restaurant in America, is a podcast where comedian Michael Ornelas is traveling the country, eating at all chain restaurants in search of the perfectly average 5.0 out of 10 dining experience. The objective middle threshold of where bad becomes good. Friend of the Doughboys, Marissa Pinson and John Glover were the most recent guests as they reviewed Costco's Food Court. It's a two-part episode that covers everything from discontinued menu items to how many Costco hot dogs they could fit in their mouths. Damn, I wish I was on that episode. I'd crush that. Head over to linktree.com slash fine dining podcast, uh, F-I-N-E-D-I-N-I-N-G-P-O-D-C-A-S-T, and click B's giveaway to enter a giveaway for an all-expenses-paid trip to your local Applebee's, the current frontrunner for the most mediocre restaurant in America at 5.02 out of 10, for you and up to three of your friends. And you can watch or listen to Fine Dining on your platform of choice while you're there. Enter by May 1st, and the winner will be announced on the May 8th episode. Disclaimer, $50 will be provided for transportation along with a $200 Applebee gift card. I love doing those fast read disclaimer things. Go give fine dining a listen. The search for the most mediocre restaurant in America. This is a HeadGum Podcast. What's up, shitheads? Welcome back to another episode of High and Mighty. It's me, your boy, the number one fuckboy. The number one fuckboy. The number one fuckboy. Johnny G. Joining me as always in the High and Mighty studios is my nearly silent co-host, Arthur Gabris. Arthur, give him a shout out. Crushing that bone. Also joining me in High and Mighty Studios on the new couch. Dude, your boy Johnny G can afford a fourth mic, so now I can have three people on the podcast at the same time. And I got the three hosts of the What's Your Sign podcast, comedians and podcasters, Lisa Chanu, Julia Logan, and Stevie Anderson. Hello. Sup, shitheads? <laughs> Dude, just buy in. These people are fucking monsters. Hell They're yeah. just mouth breathing fucking lunatics. Fuck boy, safe space. Fuck yeah. boy, safe space. I'm taking that word back. Every space is a fuck boy, safe space. <laughs> These days. It's so hard not to say Anderson. Like, uh, oh, like the, Mr. Anderson, uh, yeah. we've been expecting you. Yes, like yes. fucking uh, the guy from The Matrix. Uh, yeah, my dad has seen zero movies. Like, 1999 was a horrible year for him just because every single human was like mr anderson mr anderson he's like i don't understand what is this tone what is this tone about? did did you just see some internet hacker unveiled that neo's license like his driver's license expires september 11th 2001 oh my god hackers <laughs> are you a hacker well i watched the matrix a lot and i, and I screenshot that one scene so That's i'm crazy. a little bit of a hacker Dang. yeah but the question is when did neo's pilot license get uh officiated that's the question Ooh, hackers sound off in the comments below <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we should just do a vlog. We should do a beauty blog, I feel like. That's what it sounds Sound off below if you like these face masks. I've oh, been yeah. watching too many beauty things because I listened to a recent episode of Reply All <laughs> and it got me like plugged into like these beauty uh, bloggers while I'm talking too much. <laughs> I mean, I just, we like makeup, yeah, I we think. Like, we yeah. like that. I just watched one of those Facebook videos where it was like, a husband makes fun of his wife doing a beauty vlog and everyone's like, oh, it's so hilarious. And I was like, this is not hilarious. I was like, you mean someone's husband is an asshole about 
<laughs> his wife's passion project in the suburbs. Yeah. Like, fuck you, dude. A uh, white wife goes to husband's hedge fund office and pretends to be him for yeah, exactly. Exactly. I'm on a computer. <laughs> One of the things he was like, I can hear my wallet emptying. And I was uh. like, Get the fuck out of uh, here. She probably works too. So like fuck yeah. all the way off. She's getting those ad spaces, you know, I like know. even if she doesn't, he cares? likes the way she looks. So exactly. fuck off. I, I like that cartoonish nineties stand up perspective of marriage. Like I love just being like, Yeah, my wife, she spends a fortune and she all she cares about is how she looks. It's like, what the fuck? Who cares about mm-hmm. that shit? <laughs> you mean like medanism? Like a like pre A D A B medanism? Whoa. Yeah. I like married. <laughs> I think of like married with children is like the yes, main. Yes, like kings mm-hmm. of king, king of queens. Where it's like yeah. it's Katie Seagal, you moron! Like, how are we even trying to pass that she's like some like ah? I know I'm she's annoying, an, an and it's absolute like absolute smoke show. Uh, and like leopard print everything. Are you joking? Got it. She fucked me up for life. Like her entire <laughs> style. I was like, uh, now I only like uh, older women with big hair and insane outfits. Hey, it's true. My wife's two months older than me, so that counts. There you go. I thought you were gonna say she was two months old, and I was gonna be like, <laughs> oh wow. My wife's two months old. She just recently had a rebirthing ceremony. <laughs> <laughs> She was born again, so she's technically two months old. Whoa. <laughs> Forgive me. <laughs> it's the loophole I've been waiting for. <laughs> it's like those like leap year people, like the people oh, born yeah, in leap like, year. Actually, I'm only five. And it's, it's like, like ew. <laughs> Sick. Get the actually, fuck out of my house. <laughs> actually, before your age, you could go fuck yourself. <laughs> Uh oh, right. Arthur oh. got brave. Oh. Arthur, Arthur likes the female energy. Trying to be silenced. <laughs> Arthur, what are you doing with that bone? Stop. He's ladies, knock it off. All right. <laughs> <laughs> he's on full patrol. I wonder if he's trying to figure out how to get off the couch. <laughs> he probably is. Is, is Arthur male identifying? Yes, okay. he, he's male identified, but he is um, very woke. I would say, you okay, bud? You're tangled? Oh, yeah, he's like... <laughs> Not to be absolutely distracted, but he's having like a little bit of a... There you go. He's, it's yeah. okay. He just wants yeah, the option go. to roam, which is 100% Yeah, fair. well, now he's going to come back and it's going to be... And so now he wants back, yeah. Oh, bye. <laughs> what an angel. Um, Guys, I met you on your podcast, the What's Your Sign podcast. Yes. And yes. it was so nice to meet the craft in person. And <laughs> uh, it That's was... the best compliment we've <laughs> ever gotten. <laughs> Well, it was really funny. I was like, oh, it's like we're going to talk horoscopes. I go in and it's three women and you guys are like... Just sitting around a table with sitting, candles yeah. lit. Mister, <laughs> we are the weirdos. <laughs> I don't know. We're pretty tame. I've been listening to a lot more like witchy stuff lately and one of them was just like a whole podcast about free bleeding. And Ooh. I was like, all right, we're... I was like, oh, I'm all about it. But... Hey, some technology is not yeah, awful, like, guys. You know, so, I don't know. I get it. Put your smartphones away, but we don't necessarily yeah. need to go full caveman. <laughs> Eliminate greens from your diet is one thing, but free free bleeding's a lot. You can't have a white couch. (laughs) I've been gluten-free for like two weeks. How is that? It's you have to buy all the expensive supplements, like all the fake breads and things, but once you have it, it's not that bad. Yeah. I I just wanted to be able to wear these actual denim jeans and not stretch denim jeans for the first time in my life. Preacher, choir. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, my doctor said to me, he's like, oh, do you have a gluten allergy? I'm like, oh, mate, because I was like describing what my bowels, <laughs> like how terrible my mornings are. And he's like, you might have a gluten allergy. I'm like, how would I find out? He's like, quit gluten and then see how you do. And then I was off gluten for like four weeks and I was like, fuck, I have a gluten allergy. I didn't want to admit it. Mm-hmm. I think we all do. Yeah. Like yeah. to some yeah. tiny to. degree. Well, it's all stuff that we're not 
probably supposed to be eating anyways and some people i just can like can hang more than others super right. processed too yeah like, it's yeah. just not good for you and the same thing with like lactose like you know it, we're maybe not all supposed to have that but we can tell we are the only species that drinks food made for other baby species you Ew. know what i mean like there's no like you know we don't have like you know, goats aren't drinking uh, cow. I guess cats drink milk in movies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's I've it. never seen anyone put down a bowl of milk for a cat. Is only, that something? Yeah. Only in movies. Only for in movies, sure. Because right. I was about to be like, oh, I have. And then I was like, oh, it's in Breakfast at Tiffany's. Case, <laughs> case made. Okay. <laughs> I've only seen it in Batman Forever. Uh, <laughs> Catwoman, yeah. yes, <laughs> and she's like, I'm lactose intolerant. Right. Like, you don't want to see my bowel movements tomorrow. My litter <laughs> box is a mess, <laughs> it's full bats. It's time to empty it. Ooh, do you have the clumping litter? <laughs> Terrible word, <laughs> yes. great clumping, or clumping, yeah. yeah, yeah. No, litter's a great word. <laughs> Clumping, on the other hand. Gross. Um, but I had such a blast talking to you guys. We're, I'm going to keep steering it back to astrology That's once fair. every eight minutes. Um, because it was. So, it, I think it's something that we all hear about but don't know where it stems from. And that's why I think a lot of people brush it off as like, well, whatever. It's just like religion or, uh, you know, it, it's not science. It's not this. It's not that. No, it's just a, someone can write whatever they want. But when the way you guys explained it to me, also watch... I'm a diehard fan of anything that has like a lot of rules and like information, as you could tell by my, the High and Mighty Studios, big D and D person, and like the way you guys talk about like, ooh, actually though his war sign is on the sun side or whatever, and I'm like, this is the kind of shit I'm into. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So listening to you guys talk about that, I was mesmerized. I was like, you got to come on High and Mighty to discuss this. Did you dig into astrology after you came on our pod? No, but I read every time rather than tapping through people's stories or <laughs> blowing past anything about Aquarius, I did read it all just to keep like more confirmation bias flying. Because I was like, mm -hmm. let's just see. Because the way you guys talked about both Aquarians and Scorpios, and my wife's a Scorpio, I was like, they're they're not these. This is weirdly a lot is correct. Yeah, yeah. I just came from a bachelorette party where I was like uh, low key reading charts, but I also was like kind of on one where I was like, I normally get paid to do this, so I'm not gonna like really read your charts. <laughs> <laughs> but I everyone's like, thanks for coming. I know. <laughs> It's <laughs> so like, normally this would cost you a fortune, but uh, no, but one of the girls was like, I was trying to explain like what a natal chart was. And she was like, well, what do you mean? Like, what do you mean? Like, you know, you were looking at the stars when you were born and that has an influence. And we were like literally on a beach while it was happening. And I was like, you know how the moon makes the ocean work? <laughs> And I was like, yeah, I'm sure stars had nothing to do with you when you were born, you know. <laughs> but I was like, just like, just because you can't, because she was like, she said something. And I was like, just because you can't remember something or you don't like consciously know it doesn't mean that it didn't have an influence on your upbringing or whatever. Like, you don't know, you don't know what kind of formula your mom fed you, but that probably led right. to something down the line. So I was just like, really really coming Letting off of her like, have oh, it. I'm, oh, I'm feeling <laughs> combative as fuck. I love when people like, I, I feel like I get it a lot because I'm kind of like a bitchy persona. Um, <laughs> and, wow, and, for someone to say bitch. that about themselves means God help what other people she say about you. If you're like, yeah, I mean, I guess I'm a kind of bitchy persona means I would love to hear from with HR am, what says No, I'm for sure a bitch. And I think... <laughs> 
upgraded already. She's the astrology queen of mean. It has yeah. been it has been declared, voted on. She calls herself that so we can call her a bitch. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, but I feel like I get a lot of people coming up to me being like, "Oh yeah," like you think, yeah. it, and I'm like. Why? Why are you doing this? Like, I don't care if you listen to our podcast. Like, it's so weird it's that like, people people have that attitude. It's like, she, uh, I don't care for this. She believes it. I have to prove her otherwise. And yeah. it's like, but if you don't care for it, mm-hmm. then well, what does it matter? I mean, I think some of it is sexism. Like to be straight for up, sure. like I think a lot of it oh, is like it is. This is so uh, gender, but you know, yeah, it's like so a, like, oh, okay, yeah, the ladies got to go figure out their horoscopes. Oh, sorry, the, right. moon, the moon's at it again. <laughs> <laughs> the moon's making them all free bleed <laughs> for some reason. So, I, yeah, I mean, we love haters. Like, that's like part of our like podcast description. It's for lovers and haters, newbies and old pros. Just because we're no one knows everything. And that's the great thing about astrology, too, is like no one knows everything at all. But we have all this evidence from ancient Babylonian shit that it's kind of been like, well, yeah, a lot of Aries do have these traits. Interesting that people born in the spring, a time of fresh starts and a time of taking charge, a lot of people born in this time period might have these traits. But also, if you don't relate to that, you have other planets in your chart, too. Like, that's why it's like it's not just your sun sign. We talk about that a lot on our pod like there's so much more and that's sun sign's the one that's traditional like yeah. that everyone yeah. knows when they that's go your to birthday. Co- they go to yeah. magazines or whatever yeah. Yeah, yeah that's your birthday your son was like if it's in the month of may you're either a taurus or a gemini like that's that's the breakdown but then you have all these other placements that can affect your emotions and how you talk to people and how you want to fuck and how you want to be kissed and how you want to like you know follow the rules or how you want to break the rules so everything comes together to make who you are Duh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's funny because like it, it has that weird same attitude that like atheists have about religion where they're like they're gotta they've gotta be anti religion. They don't have to yeah. just be I don't believe it. They have to be like anti. And that's I feel like you get that with horoscopes and I've like come around a little bit on religion in general and uh I feel like I'm just you should just what if people are happy talking about whatever yeah. like mm-hmm. if it makes them if they when it's like christianity is being wielded as a weapon to like eliminate civil rights from people that's a fucking problem that's when religion's a problem yeah. but when it's like making you know countless people just feel okay about death and life and it's like well then let's maybe not rag them for that i think people mm-hmm. just also don't like people like having a good time or like genuinely <laughs> liking something or like be, because I feel like the same thing I was thinking of the religion example but also like sports there's right. so many people who are like oh you like sports ball uh, like, oh yeah oh did you watch the the match today or whatever and it's like yeah I think the people who are like super in, like of course there's like a place where it's like all right you're a fucking Chill. loser but yeah. also <laughs> like but also it's like if you like it Cool. Who cares? Like, yeah. what? It doesn't. Oh, I know. When, you know? Uh, whenever the uh, Twitter dorks come ramping out around the Super Bowl, what's everyone talking about? You know? Oh, yeah. uh, is some is are there a group of giants fighting eagles somewhere? And you're like, oh, fuck God. you. It's like no one uh, meatheads like sports fans aren't going on Twitter yeah. being like, what's everyone talking about about Atlanta winning best writing? You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Like, <laughs> when, like, you know, people are like, well, you know, you don't see like sports fans roasting the Tonys. Yeah. yeah. But then it's like the bully, the people who are allegedly bullied in the, uh, you know, hi- uh, hierarchy of life of society, they're like, oh, sports ball. You're dumb because you like other people's sports. It's like, what the fuck? Well, it's being, it's being vulnerable. Because yeah. I think when you can like a sports team and really like lose your in the momentum. Yeah. I mean, 
I went to the last Dodgers game I went to. You guys know because yeah. no one my cr- my section was silent as fuck, and I was like, you guys. I've never been to a game where they lost. Like, we got to get the fuck up right here. Like, I'm slamming seats. I was like, come on. Come on. Like, wake up. It's like the eighth inning. Like, let's do this thing. And everyone around was like, finally. Like, then fucking, who was it? What's this guy? Who fucked Rihanna? Kemp. Kemp hit a, like, three slam home run. And then everyone got up and started cheering. And I was like, oh, what? So you need someone to prove prove that they're worthy of your like admiration to get up and then the best thing was this dad next to me was like you are a true dodger fan you 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 did it right and but this is anderson but it goes with vulnerability it's like i'm gonna like put my all in like hoping something happens and like feeling good about something and rooting for a side and the same with thing with astrology it's like uh, is it full blown predictive and is it gonna like should you not talk to any gemini's well maybe but like no, should you really like probably not it's for it's opening yourself up to the unknown and having some, you know, celestial influence into your life. So I think mm. just people just don't want to be wrong. Too. Yeah. Right. That's the other thing is that if 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 astrology ends up being uh, tried and like very like uh, like objectively method. true, yeah, yeah, like proven to be true, mm-hmm. so many people will be. Un- and I think that's part of religion too. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and part of people holding on to their religious beliefs too is the uh, like you just don't want to know that something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I will say I was at a wedding this weekend. And there were multiple eagles chants happening. One of them was during the ceremony. What? <laughs> oh yeah, and, I see uh, that. Yeah. I saw. I heard that. Heard that giant drop. <laughs> we're doing a hat, we're doing a hat change. It was. <laughs> My head is swollen. It was. I don't care about the football at all. But right. it was fun that people were just like getting up and shouting their team or like being silly at it a wedding. It is fun like, to have like a rivalry. It's fun yeah. to have like, sports is like a safe rivalry for you to be like, fuck you, Dallas. You know? Uh-huh. And then you're like, oh, okay. Well, well and that's yeah. even astrology. It's like a fun way to stereotype people. Yeah. Right, because it is like, like low-key, high-key. Yeah, key. like Eagles fans threw fucking batteries at Santa is something that like, Amer- <laughs> that like Giants fans always say, even though we famously threw snowballs at the team and like uh, the Giants fans got in huge trouble too. But we loved, there's a jail at Lincoln Field. That was like the big thing we'd always say. These Philly fans are such monsters. They got, and I'm a Yankees fan too. So then we have the Red Sox rivalry and the Pats rivalry, and that's like exactly you could stereotype Boston fans. You can stereotype mm-hmm. Gemini's, and it's sort of like safe because it's like, what does this really mean? You're not just like Koreans are like blank, yeah. Yeah. right? That's where races, true races yeah. of people are like, no one got internet trolls out. No, please don't. But <laughs> I think people also are like disappointed that their thing isn't popular too yeah but then there's that's a double-edged sword because when they get mad when it's popular or whatever when your thing gets too popular it's like the also like angry that's like someone isn't saying that their thing is like cool and special or that they're special for liking a thing or whatever like Mm. people are like it's like a it's double-edged sort of recognition and also wanting to be just like left alone kind of but i think people are always just acting out of like uh I'm definitely. Like I definitely fall on the other edge. Like when people fucking ask me shit in public, I'm like, "Come on, dude! I'm not at work right now. I don't want to read your chart." Well, that's a different thing. That's someone. That's someone like not. I feel like that's a disrespect of like the 
the that's validity like saying like of, be funny right yeah now, but it's you know? i think that yeah. so that a happens joke. a lot with if you tell someone that you are a comedian that they'll be like oh tell me a joke and you're like i'm not yeah i'm also not at work right now the that's only other people how... that that happens to is medical professionals too because it's like oh, oh i'm I a doctor it's like yeah well my shoulder is they yeah. should have to do that though on my <laughs> they make so much money that's also a sp- some <laughs> comedians do too but you know like i think very few i think you have to articulate that you're not kevin hart when someone asks you to tell a joke i bet kevin hart will tell you a joke that's why he gets paid as much as he does. <laughs> Shit, maybe I should be fucking making the Vons checkout guy laugh more. You uh, telling people at Vons that you're a comic? They're like, what do you do for a living, sir? Because <laughs> you keep asking everyone for change. I've almost, <laughs> I feel like I've almost said I'm a comic at the comedy store Vons. There's a Vons on uh, like Virgil and Sunset. Is that what it is? Yeah. Virgil and Sunset. Like that weird like corner that where like the Vista is. Oh, like yeah. yeah. They were like Philly no man's land. But, uh, you can always you'll at any time you go there there is always another comedian there uh but there is like a late night checkout guy who is trying so hard to to like slang jokes like so <laughs> hard and it's always at like 1 a.m and you're like everyone wants to go home. the line is always ridiculously long for no oh, reason yeah, yeah. and the guy's just like says the same joke over and over and over again oh you know that guy is just ch- like at home with his family or with friends and he's like dude i work at the vons where all the comedians come in and i'm fucking <laughs> every night we're chopping it up i got everyone that's laughing his. he's like i'll work the late shit <laughs> that's, but. He thinks that that's like <laughs> the working like working as a door guy it's like the equivalent it's like the Vons checkout right? dude I would listen to the Vons checkout podcast because all those I know that Vons and all those checker outers are quirky as hell yeah they are they need a podcast they need let's a podcast bring it. I'll get a, let's I'll, bring this I'm over there now the let's, <laughs> let's get panoply on this <laughs> I got a standard I'm bit Roman I do. Mars. You, you at do? At the grocery store, whenever I buy a box of wine, they always ask if I need a bag, and I always say, nah, I'm going to drink it on the way home. <laughs> and oh. it always gets a laugh. <laughs> Check out humor. It always gets a laugh. There that's are a good those one. jokes that just always work that are just, and I think that's where the, the, the term uh, dad joke comes from, mm. where it's just a joke where it's like, this is the obvious place to hit them with the fucking lob, you know, and like, mm-hmm. oh, uh, nice to meet you you good my name is john you know like, cashier oh. friendly humor <laughs> yeah, is yeah. rooted in in any father any right. fatherly roots 100 percent. i did one of my favorites which is whenever someone asks you to like sign something i always go anything for the fans <laughs> <laughs> one time we were like on a trip and a family friend heard me and he was like i think they just needed you to sign the credit card <laughs> and i was like are you fuck you bill like yeah i know that's the harsh when the reality really smashes and someone would just goes like what fans yeah. would you have and you're like ow right. like, <laughs> shit I was making a joke but yeah. also you're right Fucking, you don't have fans either Bill <laughs> oh do I Too have harsh. any do I have any go to do I have any go to jokes I don't think I do because uh, I I'm constantly improvising <laughs> I'm, I'm giving him something fresh every minute <laughs> Me, I don't really do anything twice. <laughs> I'm bringing fresh material to uh, to Vons every week. You're basically Natalie Portman in Garden State when she does that unique moment where she's dancing around her bedroom. She's like, blah, 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 blah. "This is the only time that's ever happened." That and I force everyone to listen to the shins. <laughs> listen to this. What am I? Your life. That's my favorite dad bit. <laughs> <laughs> making people listen to the shins. 
I think shins are like now that age group is dads. Oh, it is. Yeah, for they've sure. they've transferred. Oh, yeah, that's my age group. So yeah, the class. And most of my friends are dads. <laughs> go, go dads. Uh, <laughs> The one of my favorite recuts of that Garden State. There's a there's a YouTube video of all the Shin songs taken out, and it's all Dave Matthews Band. <laughs> Highly, that is so That's funny. Really a fun idea. She, where she's like, "Do you want to hear it?" And then you just hear crash. <laughs> yeah, I know Dave is like one tenth that aggressive. <laughs> I really genuinely want to go to a Dave Matthews show, not because I like the music, but because everyone like that go. This You've is never such been a, to one. No, this is such a good example of like what we were talking about about people like genuinely loving something. Oh like, yes, I, people who love Dave Matthews like love unabashed like have gone i know someone who like doesn't even like concerts that much she's been to four dave matthews i know shows. and there's like three camps of dave matthews band uh fans uh, i think one is the don't tell anyone they don't mention that yeah. they're into dmb <laughs> then there's the people who are into dmb who will go i know get, hit me with it hit me with mm-hmm. it and then i think there are the people who are like he's a great musician and like, is like too aggressive with it where you're like alright man okay. I've seen multiple Counting Crows shows I've also been to Dave Matthews Band concerts I've, and I've, I've technically been to one but I was asleep it was at Bonnaroo like I was asleep someone dragged in a me in I was asleep in a field and like people like walking on my hair and I was like oh, oh I went t- to Bonnaroo for the first time this year it was oh, fucking fantastic it's great to go when you're 36 <laughs> I think Prime I, music festival age. Yeah. I think I could only go as like in an air conditioned RV or something. Right. It'd have to be really good. I went like as uh, a performer. So that okay, was like, and that's perfect. the only way I think I could do. I'm so bougie now. I don't think I could do a festival in any other way other no. than like some sort of VIP treatment, whether I'm paying for it or getting it for free because I'm doing a bullshit podcast mm-hmm. during it. Well, VIP ruined you for every other thing ever again like you're oh, never yeah. just gonna buy a regular i need a seat min like that's minimum if i'm not gonna be vip then i like i want a seated thing aisle seat bathroom is like somewhere near beer tent is also exactly somewhere and, I, and i want like oh there's a beer tent here but there's also a beer tent here with less people for the people who paid more and i'm like here, yeah take more, um. <laughs> take more money from my wife and i were just talking about that the other day we're like oh so-and-so is gonna be at the bowl should we go and and I, like she was like I just want to go and like get great seats though. And I was like, because like she went with friends who had like a box and she was like, this is the way to do it. And I'm like, well, fuck it. We go so rarely. Let's just spend ball the out. money. Yeah. Let's just ball what, sh- out. what show can you say? Well, uh, we were trying because we missed the Sylvanesso last time she came. And then we were mm-hmm. talking about doing this for Arcade Fire. And then we just dropped the ball on uh, Arcade Fire. Well, they weren't at the ball. Where were they? They mm. were at. Somewhere else here. Somewhere, <laughs> somewhere. Yeah, bowl seasons come into you know it's coming to a wrap. Screech into a halt. Screech into a halt. It's a nice place. Yes. It's I, a nice yeah, place. I didn't see anything this year. I wonder right? a few things. Oh no, I saw yeah 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 as an LCD sound system. I yeah. saw Paul Simon. But, I saw a bunch of old people rocking the fuck out. Like I was like, this is my future, and I cannot wait for this. All of, like the like new Paul Simon songs, like they knew they were just doing like interpretive dancing. It was it was just oh, gorgeous. I felt at yeah 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 as an LCD sound system. It was like everyone I knew that lived in New York in the ten years ago. Ooh, you know what I mean? Like uh-huh. it was just all thirty five year olds who were just like it was just young dads, Beard City. You know, uh-huh, like, uh-huh. it was just exactly what you would think it was. And I was like, this is fucking my people. Uh-huh. <laughs> I saw someone there at the Palladium LCD, and it was great. I mean, it was just a fun show. It's a w- they're like classic rock 
now. Yeah. Kind of. There are classic, it's kind of going back to like the shins being dad rock now. It's yeah. like they're like now. What we used to call like indie rock yeah. in like the nine, late 90s, early 2000s and uh, mid 2000s, like that block party, arcade mm-hmm. fire, uh, mm-hmm. that kind of world has all mm-hmm. become like class. It's like class. <laughs> I feel terrible. It's uh-huh. like, you gotta jam out. You're gonna do Zeppelin or arcade fire? <laughs> uh, Sirius XMU had uh, the other day, which is like the. Uh, oh, the, I know yeah. XMU. Yeah. She, uh, Jenny Ellisque was like, uh, and we'll and don't forget every Wednesday night we'll be playing some of your old favorites. As a matter of fact, let's throw on one right now. This is from Funeral by Arcade. <laughs> like, Hell oh yeah. my god, this is a classic. I fucking listen to this after college. <laughs> well, like, <laughs> yeah, I mean it. it it's like twenty, almost twenty now. years. I was just thinking, like, the Strokes' first album came out in like two thousand one. Oh That's like god. twenty years almost. <laughs> Don't remind I know. Me. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, shitheads. I mean, think about like when 2008 was. T- ten years ago, it was 2000. Ten years ago, it was two. The- <laughs> Lisa's I forgot they're called shitheads. I'm not positive they know they're called shitheads. <laughs> they will be after this episode. I've been calling them that for 200 episodes, and no one's like, a, they haven't adopted it, really. They're not it's wearing very, the merch. It's starting to make me think I don't have any listeners. <laughs> It's very fun to I'm say. I will say in that. Moscow. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag shithead nation. I saw someone. Lisa and I both went to the Eagles concert that just oh, happened. Yeah. Oh yeah! Oh shit! And I saw a dope. man. <laughs> oh yeah, dope. Dude, not I, what you think someone would say. Oh. Post, we went to the Eagles well, concert. We we're love huge the Eagles. Eagles fans. Love oh, the that's Eagles. What's wrong with you guys? Uh, <laughs> I'm totally that's on board. <laughs> I'm totally on board for horoscopes, but this shit is too crossing the line. Well, this you know is a polarizing. That's not all that's wrong with us. Yeah. Also, I saw a guy. Like lose his mind when Don Henley played Boys of Summer. Just like <laughs> was like jumping up and down in a way, like, and he was the only one. We had pretty like high seats, but he his wife was like or lady. I assume they knew each other because he was jumping like on her, like arms flailing in front of the iPad that she had on live. Oh, like, no. oh so many people were Facebook so live. Oh, so <laughs> people shoot on iPads now. It's like I it's like it's, it's so frustrating to look at a concert. Dude, we it got yelled at the second we got to our seats, Scott and I. <laughs> <laughs> Someone was in our seats and I we we had a drink, but we weren't like drunk. And I was like, should we like tell them like they're in our seats or whatever? And he's like, I don't know. What do we do? I'm like, well, like, are we in the wrong section or, you know what you, you we're just trying to figure it out. Where? And this guy turns around and goes, I'm trying to enjoy the show. Oh. And I was just like, it doesn't fucking seem like it, dude. It seems like you're trying to have a terrible time right now. <laughs> It was a nightmare. I I don't like to judge people. You can go and watch your show however you want to watch a show, but I watched someone just like Googling Karen O on their phone the whole time. They're <laughs> oh like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, like I, I feel like maybe they were, I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt that they were trying to explain something to the person they were with, but it felt like mostly they were like, Went down a rabbit hole about Karen O while she was performing, which Whoa. is insane. To me. That is insane. Or they're just like, "Who are we here to see again?" Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> or they were like, "What's her birthday?" I bet she's a Scorpio. Like, oh, I guess, getting I mean, us back on yeah. track. Well, I feel like I did just look her up, and I think she was a Scorpio. I would believe that. She might have been Sag cusping, if I recall, but I can't. You know, I find I've every every once in a while because. My wife, the girl I had a crush on in high school, and my girlfriend before my wife, who I had dated for like three years in college, two years in college, were all Scorpios. What? And I just like every time, and, and I don't like, it, of course, that's, you know, 
causation, not correlation or whatever. But at the same time, that's a pattern to... That's interesting. Yeah. I mean, you can't... It's something to note, something to, you know, yeah. journal about. It's something to, like... <laughs> it's like, what does that mean? Yeah, it's mm-hmm. like... Uh, it's not a type. I'm not like choosing Scorpios because I don't know uh, people's birthdays. Sure. Yeah. Or am I? It's not like I'm like, oh, I like big tits and Scorpios. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to like determine. <laughs> well, that is a thing though where it's I'm like, I'm so it's woke, not... by the way. <laughs> hey, this guy, I am a classic hey. dude. Love breasts, bruh. Tits, but also like, intriguing, probing, sensitive, mysterious types, you know? <laughs> Who just kind of like... Venn diagram is for your boy, right? Yeah, here. like she's got big tits, but also like exudes other kinds of energies too, you know? I like milk ducks and water signs. That's about it. Hey. Uh, but let's get back on this. How did you guys... Uh, individually find like w- were you uh, fans of astrology growing up because my intro to astrology was like 17 in Cosmopolitan magazine and people and then like eventually hearing that it was in the newspaper and shit like that too yeah. but I never knew anything about it except like to know your sign also when you uh, got your fake ID because that was like a bouncer. Oh. Like, that, was, that was a bouncer you question. Remember the, yeah, the birthday. Because you can remember all your facts, and then someone goes, "Oh, and what's your sign?" And then if you're mm-hmm. like, "Oh shit," am I July? That's uh, yeah. Ah. yeah, but like that bouncer's got to know quite a bit. But the bouncer could just tell if you blow it. You know yeah, what I mean? That's I think that's. True. I think you could probably pass the test if you just answer confidently, no matter what. Yeah. So just yeah. all you young kids with your fake IDs out there, just yeah. say Sagittarius. <laughs> <laughs> Not if I'm checking IDs. I'll be looking at those dates. Yes, exactly. Be like, Unless, of course, Lisa is checking yes. IDs. Which I've never done once in my life. Not if I can help it. I'm going to keep these underage kids out of other people's bars. What a weird hill to die on. That would be just like a funny initiative where it's like teaching, teaching bouncers astrology so they can better check IDs. <laughs> All right, do they have pointy yeah, cheekbones? Okay, what on. do you think the rising yeah. sign is? <laughs> All right, gather around college bar b- bouncers. We have to go over some yeah. stuff here. <laughs> you guys are familiar with what... Uh, wait, I don't even know. Aqu- I couldn't, Aquarius. Squeeze a fake term in there. <laughs> Aquarius, actually not a water sign. Don't let them fool you. <laughs> yeah, that was big news for me. I learned yeah. that from you guys. That was huge for me because I always considered myself a waterman. And to find out that I'm an air sign and you're the water, water carrier, mm-hmm. I'm a water carrier. I did this. I heard no, this. You're telling me. Girl. <laughs> you seem to carry a lot of water. I, I agree. I just walk away sloshing. <laughs> I heard this on another podcast about astrology that they were talking about that 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 there there is some like deep astrology things where they're like is Aquarius like a secret fourth water sign but I'm like no it's not Uh, (laughs) but I think but like thinking about it as like you are a vessel for like carrying at a distance if water represents like emotion or more like complex deep uh, feelings and thoughts I think that's a very Aquarian trait of like being able to like put into compartmentalize that which is free flowing in other people yeah I like that I've never thought of it like that it makes a lot of sense with your wife being a Scorpio too Mm -hmm. because it's like you can handle all the emotions and all the deep stuff and oh yeah because you have you have that vessel because you can keep it at like a distance too and it's also like a 
transmuting of it to where it's like taking to this and then like pouring out to another thing, you know? Oh, shit. That's dude. hot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't fully get it, but it is hot. <laughs> the one thing I got from that is, that was fucking hot. Yeah. <laughs> but that's but, so true. I never thought about that because I am, we always joke that I'm like built to be married to it with Tiffany because she's like so intense mm-hmm. and I and good intense and bad intense and I can handle all of her levels of intensity. She's just got like volume, contrast and brightness at 100 all the time depending on what <laughs> if she comes home positive happy from work where it's a fucking but yeah, I can really handle that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a bo- she's yeah. the water. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If you're both if you're both water then it's just like a bunch of it's all uh, going back at each shit, other and there's dude, nowhere for it to tie, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, wild. <laughs> But to answer your original question, um, yes, uh, I think I think everybody like kind of finds out somehow through like a magazine or something like that where, you know, I think everyone is at least to a certain degree curious about themselves. So anytime you see like in kind of like quiz form or something where it's like, oh, that what what's my thing called? Like, what's my symbol? What's right, my, yeah. that kind of thing. And then what color, you know, which Saved by the Bell character am I? Yeah. You know, like that's like Buzzfeed <laughs> yeah. has like um, monetized uh, your horoscope. The like kinds. they can just keep narrow. It's like, which episode of the Sopranos are you? <laughs> You're like, what? <laughs> Why do I need this info? <laughs> I just started thinking, I'm like, what episode am I? <laughs> I was like, I hope I'm the one where the grandma dies. I hate her. <laughs> I'm the one where that <laughs> Vito sucks the dude off. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, my initial instinct was the one where they make fun of Uncle Junior for eating pussy. Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, but then I would always like sneak whenever I would go to like a bookstore. I And like my parents, my parents are big readers, not to brag, but uh, but I would always oh, like sneak off. We can off. tell. <laughs> you carry yourself like you're the daughter of readers. Readers. There was a lot of books around me growing up. <laughs> but I like, uh, I would always like sneak off and find an astrology book and like secret read it and be like, oh, I got to see it. Like dark side astrology. Like, oh, what's the, like eh, that kind of stuff. Oh, because that was going to be my next question. When did you take it up that next level that got you to where you are at WIS? But that makes sense. Yeah. That's the one. F- I think that, and then I worked for someone who was like, the first time I heard Mercury retrograde before, now I feel like everybody's like tossing it around, but this was like 10 years ago. Uh, and I was like, what? Like oh. And then I was like, oh, there's so much more. And then you just go down wormhole after wormhole and just anything like that where you can like, uh, you know, it is weirdly kind of like, and I hate to be so, uh, you know, divide gender divided, but it is sort of like sports in that way where it's like the more info you get, the more enjoyment you can get out of it. And totally. it's sort of like, fuck dude. And it's like, now I know so much about other teams or other science. Cause yeah. you said something where you were like, everyone sort of cares about what they are, but being on your podcast and listening to you guys talk about it, the way you guys like flip it and put it out. Cause like, that's the maybe part of the reason why, uh, hearing about astrology is such a turnoff is because it is someone often talking about themselves. Yeah. Yeah. And then that's the front. And I mean, if you want to get me into something, the trick is invite me to your house, have three women just t- talk to you about you for yeah. an hour. And yeah, then I leave like, and I'm oh, like, I love astrology. <laughs> it's so interesting. Well, I definitely used to sneak off and read the book too, but mm-hmm. it's like, especially in that scenario when you're in like a Barnes and Noble and you're like, 
you feel like you're getting away with something because yeah. you're only reading your page. Right. So right. you're like, I got everything I wanted out of this book. That's $20 and I don't have to dump. pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is true because it would always be like $30 and you're yeah. like, uh-huh. yeah, mom's not like going to go for this like, one. Textbook <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. So like, yeah, but I think for me, I, like getting deeper into it was actually more on the podcast and like learning more while doing it. So yeah, it was the same. Like my mom always had uh, astrology books out. She's a Virgo. She planned me and my brothers were both Taurus. She didn't want to be pregnant in the summer and she wanted another earth sign. So uh was like deeply <laughs> involved uh, as oh, a kid. Shit. You were sort of born into it. <laughs> I was kind of programmed. Yeah, I was supposed to be an I was due as an Aries though. So she so she was like freaked. And then my brother was due as a Gemini, but then we met in the Taurus middle. But then um, so I always knew like the basic traits of my sun sign. I always knew as a Taurus and then yeah, mainly the podcast helped me learn more about, I knew a lot about the other planets, but not really much about how they were in other signs besides my own. Like I knew a lot about my chart and I could look at that and be like, okay, this this Mercury, my placement means this. But when you have to meet other people, it's such a good, and we've talked about this in our podcast, it's such a good science uh, if you do it in like a social science perspective and just right. meet more people in like a very like, Kinsey without the fucking sort of uh, vibe. <laughs> right, yeah. You sort of <laughs> yeah. just keep anecdotally adding to your list of yeah. like, like, hey, oh, what's so your Scorpio. sign and okay. how do you fuck? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what's your sign? Let me see your genitals. Well, and then Perfect. <laughs> Scorpio, right? And then I don't know what you follow on the internet, but like right now we are definitely an astrology boom. Like yes. it is definitely an it's astrology boom. It's blown up. And, and I don't, I think maybe partially because like uh, we're in a female boom you know or like the future is female yeah, I we're supposed like we're we <laughs> should be doing better about that so i think when astrology comes up no one's gonna shit all over it now yeah. I, mean, I mean no person would openly be like oh, people do i mean yeah, people, no, i'm sure they people do. definitely still do uh, i mean people shit on everything they shit on star wars because it's like uh it ruined it for them but it's a fucking kids movie and these are 40 year old men who are complaining yeah. about it so it's like people are yeah. fucked up yeah, people yeah, attach yeah. themselves to too much stuff um but uh, about going back to uh, a I like that idea of like using it as a social science where you're sort of like the more people you meet helps you kind of color in the lines even more of like, oh, mm -hmm. yeah, you know what? Now I know. Yes, it's anecdotal. I know 12 Scorpios, but 10 of them do exhibit this trait or have said to me they feel this way. Mm -hmm. Now, that is an interesting coincidence. Well, it yeah. depends what you yeah. use it for, too. Yes. Like, I, I just know that like my Scorpio friends are probably going to bitch about work longer than my other friends. And sometimes you just have to like, they love work. They love being good at what they're doing and they don't want to fail. They don't want to be in last place. And if they have a bad day at work, they want to bitch about it forever. And then oh you just... Oh my God, this is like... <laughs> and then you, uh, and, I should be on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> and then, but instead of saying, okay, fuck off, I get it. Like in rushing them, just go, I see you, I hear you. Yes, okay, like check your watch in peace and like just let her let her rip where some people yeah. you can some other signs I feel like you can tell like hey can you shut the fuck up already by now and they're like oh yeah sorry I was talking to you well, it's because not a Scorpio Scorpios want to get to the bottom of it mm -hmm. like they want to know why it was a bad date too so it's like collecting all of the evidence and all of the things that all of the like minutia that led to that bad led up to that and led past it and what it like if Kathy didn't do this last week yeah. then and, this then, day. and then are you is that per, like is it a Scorpio trait to like you know 
hash this out with a group of people, like several different people. Like, oh, I'm talking to Julia about how shitty my workday is. And then separately, I'm also texting Stevie and being like, this is how shitty. Am I getting everyone's input on it? I think so. Yes. <laughs> and uh, they're going to yeah. reveal certain information to other people, too, mm-hmm. depending on what response they want. Uh, Guaranteed. Ooh, I like this. I like this. So they know this too. They're not like <laughs> yeah, this isn't yeah. this isn't like they're not like, oh my secret. It's like fuck, everyone knows my secret. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> As you all know, I'm an LA douche. So that means I live in LA, I drive places, who has time for books? I used to read all the time on the subway, but I lost that when I left New York and I miss the input of books, but Audible has got the hookup because there's no better place to listen. Audible members get more exclusive audio fitness programs, audiobooks, audio Audible Originals, and more. They have the largest selection of audiobooks on the planet, and now with Audible Originals, the selection has gotten even more custom with content made for members. I'm sure I've talked about this on here before, but uh, the Friedkin Connection, William Friedkin's memoirs, are was a fantastic audiobook to listen to. He's a very interesting character with a wonderful voice, and he's, you know, in my top 10 directors, maybe top 15, so it was really great to hear his POV. And the the book itself is a great read, but it's being read by William Friedkin himself. And here's the thing about audiobooks. You can listen to them while you're doing other things. Not like, you know surgery or something like that because you don't want to get lost in the prose and then accidentally leave scissors inside of a stranger i'm talking about as i'm sure if you're a listener of this podcast you've heard me brag that i've recently started running that's been huge for me but it really has and running is made so much easier for me by audiobooks i know a lot of people are like i like to listen to music when i run because i get the rhythm i get the beat but i'm not running to any rhythm i'm just trying to survive so for me audiobooks are nice like that or in a long evening dog walk when the sun's setting throw on an audiobook throw on one of my number of fantasy novels i have saved on my phone and just start listening guys do yourself a favor Go to audible.com slash mighty or text mighty to 500-500 to get started. Go to audible.com slash mighty or text mighty to 500-500 to get started. You got, it's totally worth it. You get a 30-day trial and your first audiobook is free. So do yourself a favor and go to audible.com slash mighty. We keep talking about these other things other than our sun signs. Can mm-hmm. we do like a astrology 101 or astrology uh, intro zero level class? Yeah. To yeah. just sort of explain what that stuff means. Like you're, you, when you say chart, you're talking about a natal chart. Like when you're born, the day, yes. the time, and the yeah. year you're born. When you're born, your natal chart is a picture of what the sky looked like when you were born. So it's where every planet was at the time of your birth. Plus you have what's called your rising sign, which is where the sun, what, like what is where the sun was when you were born. So it creates like the horizon line of your circular chart, which then that also sets up what's called your house system, which is like theoretical points. It's not an actual like star or planet or anything like that, but that sets up like the specific categories of life. So each house system has a, a, area of life that it represents so your and your rising sign is always on the cusp of your first house so your rising sign will be on the left of your chart Mm -hmm. and then um you'll see the planetary placements all around the circle and lines drawn between them um which create different angles 
which denote how the planets interact with one another in your natal chart. Um, if you look at an astrological, I can't speak chart. Um, <laughs> I like to think of the inner circle on it as like where the baby would be lying, and then like all of the lines and stuff and planets above. Oh. And if you can kind of like artistically do that in your mind, I think it's interesting. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. If you also like, um, if you're into like, I love geography and maps and like cartography and like shit like that. So if you like that kind of stuff, I think it's just fun to look at beyond astrology because you really it is a it's a map essentially and if you get like those stargazing apps too like when you hear um like oh you can really see venus tonight if you take up that stargazing app and point it you can see what constellation it's in and that's like oh well venus is in leo tonight like we can see it and so technically that would be your for any baby born that minute their their Mm. venus isn't leo yeah and you have so you have a sign for every planet but you don't necessarily have a planet in every sign so you can have more than one you can have your sun and your mars and your venus in scorpio uh or they can be in different signs it just depends on where they are when you're born planets affect different uh According to this, that your the planets affect different portions of your persona or your persona. Yes. Yeah. Certain yes. ones are closer to Earth. Those ones will be uh, more likely to affect your personality. The further away ones obviously take longer to move right. around the sun. So those are more generational groups of people that have specific traits of this. Uh, your Gen well, Xers, your yeah. millennials. Like we'll all have those same like Neptune, Saturn, Pluto, all those right, far away guys. Because they don't move that much in they the move course. Slow as yeah, fuck. Yeah, they don't move that yeah. much in the course of X amount of years. Right. So within eight years, we all might have Pluto in our blank house. Yeah, yes. we all probably do. We yeah. all probably have Scorpio yeah, or Pluto, Pluto Scorpio. But I mean, we talked about this on the podcast with something even like a generational planet. You can see like the difference. Like all of those Parkland kids all have their Pluto and Sagittarius, I think, which is about like philosophy and out like bigger thinking and that sort of thing. So it's like these kids are actually like going out and like showing up for things and all are, their saturns and uranuses <laughs> love that uranus. uh is in urani are in aquarius where all of ours are most likely in capricorn yours mm-hmm. might be you you guys might be sag I'm too sag. but they're all like aquarius which is all about like capricorns like love following the rules and like we want to be happy and we want to do these things but we're also going to probably follow a straight line within at the, the end of the day within but aquarians are like yeah. fuck the structure and that's like these next group of kids who are actually like showing up and fucking protesting and like doing the damn thing well we kind of like like failed them <laughs> like <laughs> in many ways set up the but we the set up stairs the, for them yeah. to climb true true yeah. and our stuff is all about like <laughs> sexuality so if it's if it's um you know lgbtq stuff or true. if it's women's all of the issues. women's issues yeah. all the sexual assault stuff that's happening now like that all makes sense for that being an important issue to like this generation and that being kind of like the focus i think before that it was libra which i think was more about like relationships like that and you think about that it's like all of those people who mostly were like children of divorce that was like a huge boom happening so people right. kind of re reestablishing what they think it, about partnerships what that means is marriage for me what do we what's our concept of that mm-hmm. uh so yeah another cool one too we talked about in our episode we each if you listen to our podcast that each we have a episode about each planet so you can really like deep delve into each one and then we it's kind of like a learning course and then as we get closer then we have guests and do more fun stuff and like branch out but neptune i thought was super cool because i almost talked about being about fashion and also you can see the different fashion changes based on like the neptune Mm -hmm. placements like i think the roaring 20s was leo which is all like fancy and tassels and then uh the 90s was capricorn so it was all like 
a totalitarian yeah, and mi- minimalist, minimal and heroin oh, chic. Yeah. And it was like, it's like very. And now it's Pisces, right? And that's why it's, it's all like rainbow hair. Yeah, and like mermaids and fish <laughs> oh, yeah. and like Insta, Insta thoughts and mural walls. Yeah, and like, and, you know. Oh, yeah. And short shorts and side boobs. And, and yeah. yeah, and sea punk and like all that fun stuff. So. Wait, what's sea punk? Sea punk. I feel like sea punk was mainly popular in like 2009, 10. Is, I'm thinking beach goth when you're saying that. Is yes. that the same thing? Yeah, it's like you, you you usually have like aquamarine hair and you're really into mermaids and yes. really into like okay. that yeah, kind yeah, of yeah, stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of like bronies, but like, <laughs> but for mermaids. <laughs> well, that's another fun thing about astrology then is now we're looking at it rather than we were talking about looking at it on an anecdotal level of like my 10 friends like this. Mm-hmm. Now we're looking at it on like a cultural level. I'm like... Uh, uh, cultural phenomenons being attached to that, which is really interesting. Yeah, where it's like not everybody is going to subscribe to that. Not everybody dresses, you know, changes their style yeah. every We're so not many all years. Punks. Yeah, but when you, yeah, exactly. <laughs> At least not, not yet. Not yet. Yeah, but the when you see, puppy. I know, we'll see, we'll see. There's still, there's still a few years left in Pisces. <laughs> We're all going to get gills. Yeah. But you can see just like, kind of like, oh, like that's energetically, people are like wanting to access something more like that. So it's like every, you know, trends trickle down and that sort of thing. But people who have maybe a strong Neptune placement are likely to be a more in a creative field because Neptune rules creativity and all of that sort of stuff, imagination. Uh, so like the, if those are the people setting the trends and they have a strong Neptune placement, it makes sense that they would then didn't you like, say or one that. of you said something about Bob Dylan having a strong yeah. oh yeah where that's so that's in a the, so there's other like theoretical points on your net like your natal chart um one of those is your midheaven which we just did a, a episode on that if you're like whatever whatever planet is like closest to that point which is like the straight line the what's the that? top yeah but I'm like what's that called when you're like dividing a circle I don't remember the, what the, the y-axis I yeah why um, control? Yeah. Why <laughs> control you? Whoa, 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 whoa. Hell yeah. I Wait, mean, who is that? Let me Google her. <laughs> she sounds like a Scorpio. <laughs> um, no, but so whatever planet is like closest to that will likely, your midheaven is kind of like your public persona and is likely linked to your career. So if you have a planet that's close to that, it usually will indicate like the direction of your career. Interesting. So Bob Dylan has Neptune closest to his midheaven. I forgot what sign it's in because that also would like influence it. But uh, I was reading one of these like real specific. There's like all of these art astrology articles where it was like I went. This guy called Bob Dylan's mom, like had to hunt her down <laughs> to get his birth time because they they were like there had been speculation about why it was, but we knew we didn't have his exact birth time. But I had a theory that Neptune was going to be close to his midheaven, so I tracked down his mom, and she was actually really ex- like really open she was to alive? talking. Yeah, this was like not. I don't think this was in any time recently, but gotcha. But there's like all. All these kinds of when you get into like real like serious astrology websites that aren't a lot of them are more even like aesthetically set up for people to be like learning or to be a little more fun and a little more like right. um a, like the the optics of astrology like uh, the aesthetic that is like being a witch like right, that kind yeah. of stuff the like, stars yeah that that sort of thing which is problematic for some people but um 
uh, anyways, when you get into like the real serious ones, it's like those kinds of. Oh, and some of the websites are bad. Oh yeah, a lot like, of them. If they like don't know how to do web design at all, so <laughs> yes. you're like having to dig through and figure out at the same time, like how do I navigate your site? Like, right, because you, yeah, <laughs> being uh, knowing astrology well does not necessarily translate to like C plus oh, yeah. plus programming. And no. a lot of them are older people who are like they wrote books, but right, they don't right. know how to use the internet. Yes. Right, right. A lot of self published things. Um, those kinds of books to a lot of like very small publishing houses yeah, yeah. but yeah, it's cool sense. but it's cool but it's because it's like who is into that esoteric of astrology and i'm like we are um, <laughs> but so there's like some deep like uh, just like yeah. any hobby or any uh thing that's on the internet there's mm-hmm. like some people that are super deep and they have gone like natal charts on big time oh, yeah. celebrities there's and stuff. so oh, many yeah. you can find it uh, like type any celebrity yeah, na and, and the first thing that comes up natal, is natal chart, chart for sure uh, well and there's things like that awesome. where it's like okay um there are a lot of celebrities who have what lisa was talking about like the angles of how planets interact with each other a lot of people have like a grand trine of something which means like all of these parts of your personality essentially like work together to make you extremely lucky. Like those things where it's oh, like and then a you lot can map of these, that on however yeah, many people like have these that trine. kinds of people have had trines and they are like big. And it's like, of course there's also other people who aren't super successful or whatever that I'm sure have those too. But, right. but then, it, and yes, we understand that we study the celebrities charts more than the uh, average other people. people. We get it. But, <laughs> yeah. But it's like, Oh, there's a trend within people. Even if they don't have the same sign, they have the same like kinds of formations in there. So it doesn't matter if you, so to like say to some hater types who are like, Oh, all, so it means all Gemini's are going to be famous. And it's like, no, it just means that if, if a bunch of parts of your personality are really complementary to each other, like likely you are like the type of person that could be super successful right, and but then famous. You, yeah, and that, then like, you also have to uh, pursue that as yes, well. Yeah. Yes, I'm sure exactly. there's some people who line up that are all their personalities firing on all trines. And then when you go to see them at uh, like the hospital that they work mm-hmm. at, you're like, there's something magnificent about this person. Yeah. You know, there's yeah. something about yes, them, exactly. but they are a nurse. You or it's know? like, yeah. Oh, they just got, they learned this. They were so, uh, they had such a, immediate aptitude for whatever it is they were doing and that's right. like oh yeah because that you know it's all there nothing's conflicting so you're just like an open vessel to learn or whatever or yeah like the best dairy stalker at a grocery yes. store you know? <laughs> <laughs> turns all the labels double check never a, never a expired milk on the shelf my like instant image in my mind was like a, a dairy bandit like a stalker like yeah, I, you, I, said, you said dairy stalker I heard dairy stalker yeah, yeah. like stalker. someone stalking and I'm like whoa that's super specific <laughs> I was thinking of a specific person. Too, so like, pretty bad stuff. The person who followed me into the milk aisle. <laughs> Sir, leave me alone. <laughs> I'm the dairy stalker. Well, and and we'll skim? do like we'll do natal chart readings for our listeners or whoever you know whoever emails us, I guess, and you know and commit. We do you know we we, we're trying to we're trying, but maybe trying to support ourselves, but. It's interesting to see some of these people's charts and be like, yo, you have like a lot of power. You could like lead the troops. You know what I mean? But also, but if you're really like have a knack for science and that's the route you went, no shame. Like that's that's your life. But you can tap into that if you wanted to. And also our needle charts are we're born with them and we'll die with them. So these parts of your life. You might not access that until you're 50. You might not access that. Maybe you access that when you're a teen. Like it's. If uh, if some parts of your chart you don't relate to right now, it might have already passed or it might be mm-hmm. coming up. So, yeah. I mean, it sounds like a lot of like maybe excuses, but like it, I mean, but, it's but it's it's possible. Well, and that's what I mean on that 
I don't remember if we talked about this with you, but on that Netflix thing explained, uh, it's like they do little like short things on different subjects. They have one on like tattoos. They have one on monogamy and yeah. other stuff. But it's uh, it's more about like fringe things, I guess. But they There's do like one an on ASMR one. Yeah, right? they do yeah. one on astrology, and they talk about when kind of like the split between science, like astrology and astronomy, Wait, hold happened. On, back up, monogamy is fringe. It's on. Yeah, they do a thing about poly. It's fucking hard. That's they do. They talk about they, not monogamy itself, but like non-monogamy. Like okay, that's okay, like okay. the the yeah uh, the sort of like uh, anti-monogamy. Yes, exactly. Uh, so it would okay. be talking about other alternatives. Like monogamy. every once in a while, an article comes out, and you're like, you know, actually, cavemen all fucked different. Women. You know, it's always yeah, like, yeah, in fact, yeah, yeah. what fucking sleaze bag is like <laughs> writing these articles to be like, well, according to science, I'm actually supposed to fuck my coworkers. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> Science. Sorry. No, it's Sorry. fine. Uh, no, it's fine. But they have they talk about kind of like when the shift happened between it all kind of being one thing, uh, and it was when the scientific method became the way that you uh, determine if something is fact or science right. or not. And with something like astrology, there's like no way you could do. It, there's so many variables. There's no way you because could do is, a thing. It, it, like it's it's off Austin. Blah, blah, blah also subjective where you'd be like well is stevie a good leader and you know like how, mm -hmm. how does stevie yeah. feel about that what does everyone else say about it? what does the people who are following her would say about that and then it's like now we have to get a consensus on whether or not she's a good leader and the, does that line up with her natal chart and that's like, only that's a, one part of her chart yeah, exactly. exactly. so, so, like, yeah. and, and i will like, sit here and say no please take take the lead and i will help clean up whatever mess is behind you please yeah. don't put me in charge so there's so it's like it makes sense given like the logic behind how you test if things are true or not but also it's like just because there's too many variables doesn't mean that it's also not like it's untestable it's not it's not still like well, scientific back, in basis even right. back to football the i talked about this on our podcast too but the malcolm gladwell episode this season about the burden of proof and like people with brain injuries because of football and like they cannot scientifically say that it's because of football right because the male lifespan is 75 years or something so they have to wait <laughs> to like study what happens for yeah. 75 years to say but we all know that right, football like causes <laughs> brain injuries it's not like there's no question about it right. but it's like that where where it's like so science can also be limiting in some ways. Like that yes. kind of scientific method is. Well, that's not why, always... like, would, like hypotheses have to like lead the way on some of this stuff, well, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. like, but I, I also feel like uh, astrology suffers a lot from confirmation bias, right? Sure. Like, we sure, just yeah. only because, like, I remember even when we were doing my chart, anything that like I would lock onto would be something that I believe to be true about myself. Right? Yeah. And mm -hmm. I feel like you would want like if you were going to read my chart again, like. Uh, I mean, I'm not. I'm pitching an episode idea to you guys, but have someone on, have their partner on, have a coworker on, have their mom on, have every, like, oh, yeah. this, this and thing. then I'd be like, well, actually, you are kind of a prick about this. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Well, there are things that I mean. I think that we've all found in our own charts, even from doing it, where I'm like, ooh, I don't like this part of my chart or whatever. Like, yeah. I'm like, ooh, this is like a less a less likable part and I think that's why it's also like sun sign is the thing that people know the most because one it's the easiest just to know without knowing any other information yeah, about it birthday, yeah. but also it is the sun sign is kind of like your best qual like it's like the most like you you it's right. like when you're your best the, mo the part that I think that people identify with the most um 
so it's like, yeah, of course. But also, even even if it's not astrology, like looking at negative traits of in yourself is difficult, no matter what lens yeah, you're yeah, looking yeah, through. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like even like medical. Yeah. Like if exactly. your doctor's people, like, hey, yeah. this is what's wrong with you, you're like, well, I or mean, yeah, I even something. Like, <laughs> I'm not second overweight. <laughs> yeah. Well, like even something like if you're allergic to something or like that, where you're like, oh, I, that's can't be. I can't be that. Gluten I can't intolerant. Yeah. Right. I can't yeah. have that thing that's for someone like i don't because you don't like how that sounds but i don't know i mean what was it i was gonna say something after Confer- we were talking confirmation bias football uh well i was just I thinking know. when we do these readings it feels really vulnerable because we we don't see, like i don't know what these people look like i don't know how like i mean we just know like how old they are and that's it and then we're sending off like basically reading their life and saying like, well, you're probably like this or this is like this. And also like side note, if you're not relating to any of this, maybe there's something you're like, it's all here and maybe it's something you're suppressing, not to be shady, not to be your mom. But like it is, I mean, it's different when someone's sitting here and like you're looking them in the face and be like, so are you like this? Right, and yeah, it's yeah. like, I you're don't like, know. Yeah, I do how think, do you fuck? Uh, <laughs> yeah, I do think anyone that- Out of breath? <laughs> I I think that anyone that would ask or like email us to read their chart wouldn't be like, oh yeah, yeah. Why don't I give you money and you fucking um, prove me wrong? You know what I mean? I'm sure there'll be one one like maybe. maybe. I'm sure. Yeah. Well, well, I wonder. I wonder what that because. It is hard to hear faults, and that that's probably a uh, drawback of astrology too. Is that like when you hear your own fault, you're like, "What the fuck am I doing? I don't want to be reminded of this." Shit. Sure, yeah. yeah. Well, I think there's something. I just remember what I was going to say about the confirmation bias. That I think the difference with that too is like what you use astrology for, right. as opposed to what we use scientific experimental things for. Where it's like, yeah, in in a medical situation, I want to know that the scientific method was used <laughs> to like get some more facts on the medicine you're about to administer. Right. When we're talking about like how's the best to handle this argument at work, like <laughs> is this a good day to ask for a raise? That it's more like, well, I mean, I want any like the scientific method in that isn't probably going to work because it's like how like what facts are you measuring there right, where it's yeah, more no like, like oh you mean like unseen vibes that's the kind of shit I want when I'm thinking about that kind of thing where it's like this isn't a, a scientific encounter mm-hmm. I use astrology to diagnose people medically <laughs> <laughs> I did read I told you about that book that I started reading and she said something about like it was getting into like real medical astrology stuff and that's where I'm like ooh like like it, it probably is right, <laughs> but I'm also like, ooh, I don't know if I'm ready to like have that part of my mind exploded yet. Yeah, I with don't want to like, buy into this. Yeah, just where it's yet. like, if you get, yeah. Well, you do have like, I mean, the the signs are ruled by a certain body parts, so it does. You know, looking into your chart can tell you specific things maybe to be aware of uh, with your doctor. And like, mm-hmm. I mean, we're ruled by the uh, we're me and Lisa are both Taurus. We're ruled by the throat. I mean, a lot of women sometimes have thyroid things. And like, you know, I mean, it's yeah. it's a good just also these things are all just good reminders. Like, even if they're yeah. not facts and set in stone, it's like, yeah, I should probably get like things checked out mm-hmm. every your feet and ankles. My feet and ankles for mm-hmm. Aquarius. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think my feet and ankles are suffering because I'm carrying a lot of water. <laughs> <laughs> I'm carrying a lot of a lot. <laughs> but, but that makes sense. Like, okay, I mean, they all make sense if you think about them like in the holistic sense of like not necessarily like oh, Aqu- all Aquariuses have weak ankles, right? But the ankles are 
a bunch of small like it's a bunch of small bones and they're also like real supportive of stuff and it's right. not necessarily something that you're thinking it's not like a big main structure it's like minute details that also can have a big impact on the rest of your body same with like your feet are a bunch of little bones and Aquarius is all about like getting as deep and as esoteric and specific as possible so it's like yeah if you break your toe maybe it's just one little bone but then you're gonna walk weird and then you're gonna tilt your hip or whatever so it's It's like very D. &D. yeah little little (laughs) things matter even in even in your health yeah that makes so you you guys have said something uh that made me want to ask this question has how has getting into astrology uh affected your and to it and in a way where you're going like drop it you know like in a way Mm -hmm. where you're not uh, proud of how much like Mm -hmm. uh you guys are oh. all in relationships. Yes. Like, does yes. that come into play? To yes. how, how do partners um, feel about this? Well, my boyfriend comes from a religious background, so he's super like <laughs> scared of like those kind of structures and not. Um, but he's w- open to it. Um, I think for me, mostly like this podcast has made me feel like I have to be accountable to some of the things that. I talk about like I can't just be like here's an episode about Mercury retrograde and then do whatever the fuck I want during Mercury retrograde right if you're gonna say you gotta like at least take your own medicine right Right. and and I think having uh like followers and fans of that it I feel like I have to be accountable to them and it has helped me a lot like it's helped me find better structure and and recognizing patterns which is something I really like to do and cycles and being like this is a good time to rest Figuring out when's a good time to rest. Figuring mm-hmm. out when you really need to do the work. Figuring out when you need to send out all those emails that you don't want to send. Or when it's not a good time to do that. Right. And kind of reading those things has really helped me. So it's sort of like being, when you are when you start teaching something, you like learn it again in a different yeah. way. Where you're like, now, I remember when I was teaching improv, I was like, oh, I can't in this show tonight do the shit that I'm like, I do all the time. Because students of mine that I've told over and over again not to do blank are here. I got to like step it up and do exactly. what I'm yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it it is like kind of changed my life in that way where I'm like, oh, this is a good time to follow up on all that stuff for my trip. This is a good time to like do this because everyone needs structure. So it doesn't even matter if it comes in the form of planets. It doesn't matter if you're all wrong. And, yeah. Right? yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> as long as you're your, like, this is, a, this is a time to rest. This is a time to bust my ass. Yeah. So, as long as that's working out for you healthily, it doesn't matter if you're completely off by your chart. Totally. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's like yeah. perfect. It's yeah. something that's set up for me that like, it just helps me. Yeah. I think whenever you're using it for like good, quote unquote, good, it's yeah. Yeah, I feel like you hear mostly people using it for bad because like you hear the Mercury in retrograde, which you guys explained to me was like about miscommunications and communications not going the way you want them to go or whatever, mm-hmm. which I thought was really interesting. But I think a lot of people are like, "Oh, we broke up because he was blank," or uh, you mm-hmm. know, "I I don't get along with my boss because they're blank and I'm blank" or whatever. I think anytime, just kind of piggybacking on what Lisa's saying because I agree with that. I feel like the same thing in my own relationship. I don't know my boyfriend's rising sign. So also that's why I'm like, I'm like, I feel like I'm not, I'm not an authority on, I can't be an authority on your chart until we get your birth time, but we won't, <laughs> his mom won't give us his birth time because she knows it's for witchcraft. Um, oh. So, <laughs> and I we're both, that you guys were the craft and now you're like, we're, yeah, my partner's so, religious. He won't, uh, he won't talk to me about up. it. Or my boyfriend's mom won't talk to me. <laughs> I, my name is Stevie. I'm a literal witch. <laughs> I forgot that his mom was coming over and I left out like a book that literally is called inner witch. Oh, and no. I'm like, Oh, 
oh no already i'm like already like there's already crystals on the table i had to sneak by astrology books in ohio with scott's parents yeah but <laughs> and they gave me a Jesus book at the end of the trip. Oh no! <laughs> so I guess you didn't sneak that much. <laughs> and then they signed it to Lisa, your favorite Capricorn, yeah. Jesus. <laughs> Love Dude, God. Let's but do Jesus' think, birth sign if he yeah. was born exactly on December twenty fifth. Well, it makes sense. Um, but I think it. I think it's anytime you use it as a way to like take better personal responsibility, because mm-hmm. I think it's a way to. Um, if it's like an excuse for someone's behavior or an excuse for why something didn't work out, it's like not using it correctly because it's more about like what Lisa's saying, like, okay, this maybe isn't a fertile time for putting energy out, but that doesn't mean like, but then it means that it's your job to like, take care of yourself accordingly or yeah or and to remember that yeah there will be to, a fertile time yeah or yeah. to remember that okay if i feel like getting in an argument today maybe this is it's time for me to like okay sit with being uncomfortable instead of yeah. popping off because i know that everybody else is kind of on edge or that like it's likely to not work in my favor mm-hmm. so it's more right. about like like weather or it's like, yeah, you could wear whatever you want on any day, but if you check the weather and you find out it's going to be really hot, wearing a sweatsuit is probably a bad idea. <laughs> right, right. It's not. Will the you sun- die? Yeah, no. or just, or it's not like, oh, I'm sweating because it's 105 degrees. Out. Like it's that's the same thing where it's like, yeah. So why did you? Why didn't you wear something appropriate? Right. It's, you can't I mean, you re- you get a cheat code. Like I think those things of like. When I mean, we all feel this sometimes where you're like, is everybody acting like a dick today? And I think sometimes with astrology, it's like, well, yeah, like the moon is squaring off with Mars today. And it's like, is that an excuse for people? No. But can you yourself recognize that? Do you like do you want to waste the energy of fighting with people who are all ready to fight? Because Mm. what's the fucking point? I mean, I don't know if you felt this yesterday, Gabriel, but it was full moon in Aries which we're both Aries moon, so I thought of you before we came here. He just did. He just did prayer hands. And I was just like... I did not know that, but I felt such a kinship when you told me. I almost looked at you guys like, well, sorry. And I was like, no, make that And I don't know why. I was like, well, we had this. Sorry, you guys wouldn't get it. You're not Aries moons. We felt that Ram energy. And I was like, okay, I know that, you know, full moons high energy time it's a lot of like fuck like completions burn it down what's going on and also like everyone like i've been talking to like with job things or work things or whatever has been such a dick and i'm like water off a duck's back like i can keep it like everyone is gonna be annoying until like i think tomorrow <laughs> yeah uh, well because it's the other it's like the other the squares like saturn is in the mix too yeah. which is like a lot of competitive energy but, but i think too it's like sometimes when you see and i'm back and forth on horoscopes too because Sometimes they are just people writing them. Yeah. Oh right. yeah. And a lot, are, not, a lot are like, not things. But when I see a thing that's like today might be difficult and I'll like try to be extra nice to everyone because it's like, okay, like set yourself up because today might be difficult. So text out your friends and tell them that, that you love them because later you might want to fucking complain to them. Right. Mm-hmm. And well, what like, you're saying now also, and I hate to keep comparing astrology to religion. I'm sure religious people yeah. and well, astrological people hate that. They're in the, we're in those yeah. charts on iTunes. We're so, in the spirituality yeah, yeah. and right. religion yeah. section. So with, yeah, for, like, all, with all the other, with Joel Steen. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> Very similar. Yes. Uh, but it is like that thing of like, if if your religion just m- makes you wake up in the morning and just be nicer to the people that you totally. interact with throughout the day, then fuck, that is a good religion. If, yeah. if you take your ast- astrology and go, today's going to be rough for some people, I'm just going to make sure I'm putting out good vibes throughout the day. Mm-hmm. That or... Oh man, and I'm not I'm a feeling bitch, good today. So it's hard for me to do. <laughs> <laughs> We've completely gotten yes. to that point. I've been known to have bitchy tendencies, and then the second beat was something like, "Well, yeah, I'm a little bit of," it. and now you're just like, "I'm a bitch." Yeah. <laughs> I work as a bouncer now. <laughs> but man. it's it's true. I mean, also like, there's gonna be. I think my pet peeve in astrology is just people like. Some people are really deep in it and read everything and know all the transits and they're like, they're super hip to this app. And some people just like the fun memes and it's a fun way to like joke with your friends. And it's like, I just hate snobs in any subject. So like, I think with us is like, we're a snob free zone. We're all learning together. Um, Should you like, uh, you know, if Mercury's retrograde, but you're going to close on your house, did you go, fuck it, I can't close my house. It's like, no duh like you have something to do but if you have the option to not do it that day then maybe wait like it's all these things of like don't harm yourself because life's gonna happen through astrology also yes when it's all it's for the purposes of living your life it's not for not doing it's not for like being scared to do things or not or stopping things because Mm -hmm. they're happening it's just again like the way to navigate the best through whatever you're facing at that time and kind of like you were saying too like of knowing that this is going to pass where it's like all right today i'm just going to be uncomfortable probably like and that's okay like so don't be don't try to like avoid it or whatever just be like all right yeah Yeah. no it makes total i think it's like very helpful for like as a like depression anxiety girl um just of like having some reassurance i mean alongside with like you know like everyone should do therapy and medicine or whatever works for you but like just of knowing like oh like sad days are literally fine like that is okay oh there this week or whatever is not a productive one it's almost like a few like in some yeah, ways where right. it's like it's not to be taken as an excuse but it's nice to know like oh yeah like sometimes we're not at a hundred and ten percent. But if a, all you do, if all you take away from that is like, oh, I, oh, I'm, I'm uh, according to the moon, I'm having a bad week. Well, that explains. Oh, good. That takes a little pressure off how shitty I feel. And then maybe mm-hmm. the next time you look at it, you're like, oh, according to the moon, I'm supposed to have a good week. Yeah. And you're not mad at yourself for not having a good week. Yes. As long as you're like, well, then let's have a good week. Mm-hmm. I think then you're I, wielding yeah. it positively. I think yeah. you can do it the other way too, and that's where it gets dangerous. Where you're like, yeah. it's supposed to be a bad week, so fuck it. Yeah. I'm yeah. not going to do anything. So you and just it's like, like initiate not, a fight with a partner yeah. or a coworker. That's not like what it's, it's for. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's supposed to be like a a perfect balance of like personal responsibility but also like humility and knowing that there are things bigger than you at play so I think that sometimes gives comfort but also takes some of the like self-loathing like even if you're trying really hard but it's just like not in the planets right now like then it's also not like oh you're no you're not like a piece of shit just nothing that energy isn't working right now but it doesn't mean that like you shouldn't still keep working or like hang in there until you can. Mm -hmm. Uh, So it's like both you can do something, but also sometimes like you can't. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. Well, sometimes it's better to like gather up your research and then 
record your thing rather than like feel like fuck i have to do this today it's Mm -hmm. like if you it's just like it's helpful with scheduling essentially i mean we're about to go into a venus retrograde too which is all about like appearance and and looks and all those things so i was like no big changes anybody no No, big hair like that's like i'm gonna get my hair done before that like it's like oh i'm going to get my hair cut right after this really also like maintenance haircuts are fine it's more like if you if you've been thinking about like shaving half your head Wait till November, November something. Oh, yeah. wow, that's interesting. So no big appearance changes. Yeah, no it's cosmetic surgery. Because you're worried that it won't come out the way you want it to. Yes. And of, even if it does, you might not be seeing it like through a, yeah. a clear, as Other clear people, of a lens. Yeah, uh, okay. Even yeah. if you look fine, you might be like, ugh. Like, I fucking hate this. Right. Oh, mm-hmm. interesting. Okay, now, short of subscribing to your podcast, which everyone that's listening to this should be doing, Yay. what are some other intro to uh, astrology things? Like, should someone get their natal chart done or should someone, like, is there a website where you could type in, this is my birthday time, yeah. and just yes. sort of see the info and give, like, a tons cursory of read? Yes, yeah. there are yeah. tons of website chart generators online. Yeah. Um, Cafe Astrology is a good, like, intro one because they give a lot of they will give you like a breakdown of what each thing means um a lot of the more not like advanced but i like astro.com those ones just uh, don't have as many of the like yeah 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 it's it's a little harder to read but it's more visual chart yeah um and then we always use the only astrology book you'll ever need by joanna martine wolfolk um susan miller also is like you know the the og that's astrology zone yeah she's who you go to read your monthly horoscopes she's She's on her daily app is good because it's like one to two sentences it's not too much susan's like an og yeah she's like uh she's she's been around yeah that's awesome. Yeah, but there's also a lot. There's tons of um, like people to follow on Instagram and stuff too that do daily horoscopes and all. There's so much out there. Linda it's just, Goodman, I think, does a lot of compatibility stuff. Also, um, I feel like I have to shout out our our not all Gemini's. Yes, our friend, she's, Gemini's, our, she's like the best yeah. meme, Memes. like astrology meme queen, <laughs> which is actually a great way to like kind of learn about astrology on like a funny. You thing go, you like work it backwards from like yeah. okay, I get this joke now. Yeah. Yes, see, exactly. What does that say about Libra's? or it's like you'll yeah. see a meme and maybe you don't get it at the time but then you like run into a friend who's that sign and does something up from him and you're like oh my god you're right that is such a Pisces yeah. thing like mm-hmm. yeah. wait have I been seeing that it's Libra season yes it is yes. Libra and what does that mean because why I, and that's also something that uh, and I thought it was like LA specific but I think it might be more social media and it's also kind of developing a fan based yes. astrology stuff but like I'm starting to n- hear more and more in Mercury. I know when Mercury's in retrograde something I never knew previously <laughs> in my life. but now I also know that it's Leo season what is that possibly Libra, Libra season Libra season you're right sorry. the first time yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean Libra's all about like beauty and appearance but it's also about justice and balance and like relation Ooh. getting a lot like uh conflict resolution like coming to compromise and like doing dip- oh, it's weird if diplomacy you're looking, if you're looking at this on a political <laughs> arguably the judicial branch like, uh, well, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> i think you had some libra in your chart but i can't remember what i, can't I feel like you did any, i can't remember anything it's somewhere in the report uh, it's about yeah i mean it's about like partnership partnership uh, and that doesn't have to be relationship it can be writing partner a friend yeah, that you want to start a business colleague, with yeah. i yeah. think it's also about like uh like socializing and like uh not, not partying like not but like par- but people. like be- refined soirees yeah. like that kind of thing like it's mingle oh, season it's, it's y'all ma- yes. it's, season. it's social butterfly it's like going to the going to the events seeing and be seen and that kind of thing. well we just came from virgo season so kind of like 
as a contrast, like Virgo's very like do work son, where Libra's like, cool, I did all my work, time to go out with my friends. Mm-hmm. Like, so yeah. it's like you can kind of feel that transition. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's awesome. I'm going to be be conscious of whatever season I'm in going forward. And then too. we'll be in Scorpio season right we'll after in Scorpio that. Scorpio season. Oh. Which is, I mean, if you think about like the holidays that correspond with it too, where it's like, there isn't really a September holiday. We have like the equinox, which is like the celebration of like the harvest has happened. And right. it's like, we're getting ready to like go into dark times, but it's like pretty and fun right now. We're partying. It's the longest night of the year. Like the, the moon is super bright. So we're all out. You know, we can be out later than normal, you know, socializing. But then we go into Scorpio season, which is all about like, Halloween, Hidden, ha- yeah, which is Halloween, Sam which is like Sam which Haim or whatever. Which of yeah. course, is my wife's favorite holiday. Yes. Of course, because it's all about you know dark, taboo, uh, you know, occultish kinds of things. But it's all because Scorpio is all about like mystery, and it's and, about being other people yeah. too, and mm-hmm. like trying on like different skin and like just like. Going There's at. a fear aspect. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> unknown. It's unknown because then we're also getting into like, you know, leaves are falling off. The th- things are dying. Is anything is is uh, life going to come back after this season? Oh. Like, then oh, I don't know. Like, because you have to let things die before you can see that it like, of course it will. But and then at it's that Sagittarius, time, which is like Thanksgiving, mm-hmm. all about being gratitude and like expanding oh. your mind and philosophy. And also about philosophy. partying. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, and so it goes on and on. And then, yeah. Then we, and we and then there's going. a month after that. <laughs> and there's sort of 12 of them. It's hard to explain. And, and then it just keeps going in forever? Yeah. Question yeah. mark? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think when you think about it that way, where it's like, oh, how do these things transition into each other and all that, like getting out of this idea that like, oh, this is a thing that's supposed to tell people exactly what they're like and yeah. all people are like this. It's like, no, it's just like, being in touch with the the cycle of life that we're all already aware of that's happening, but just being more like noticing the patterns right. and things like that. A word I never said before five years ago, but now I find myself saying all the time is I think we're talking vibes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, and I, and I, I can't believe I never uh-huh. heard this word. Like I, I, of course I heard it. I saw the Cindy Lauper, Jeff Goldblum movie vibes, <laughs> when but I never say it as much as I say it now. And mm-hmm. I feel like, Vibes and energy, baby. Yeah, and like astrology, you can like sort of put under that. And maybe it's uh, accidentally diminutive. I don't mean it that way, but it's like, is it really about vibes? It's really about the feeling you're going through. Well, and some people like, I mean, I think it's... Some people vibe with each other. You have a vibe towards this. It's the season to vibe. I'm not vibing with the current season. I'm not vibing with this current situation. Well, it's like, it's weird. I think getting older you also realize you, if you don't vibe with certain people, you don't have to hang out with them. Like, I think when you're in your early 20s, you just hang out with whoever, like, lived on in your dorm or, right. like, who was next to you. And, like, I think... Yeah. As or we, who happened to go to the same college mm-hmm. as yeah, you. Who yeah. happened to be, grow up around the block from you. And yeah. then you get a little older and you're like, we have different vibes? Like, or, like, or you just realize these more things and it sounds, like, very, like... And we're in LA and it sounds holistic and cheesy, but it's like people, what was that one article people have been passing around now that we do feel people's energy, people's energy, but it was definitely a foreign study, but (laughs) (laughs) I did read it, but, but you know, I think that's true. Sometimes someone walks into a room with a bad mood. It changes everything. Mm -hmm. Scott, my boyfriend's a bartender and he like experiments with, what he puts on the TV and he's like, sometimes I like putting on the news and, but like people change. 
mm-hmm. in the bar. And like, it's different than sports. Sports is more camaraderie. The news is people get upset. It's polarizing. Yeah. It's, it's mostly yeah. negative. And, yeah. and, bad, bad you vibes. know, bad and vibes. <laughs> where Steve works, like they put on movies and certain ones, you know what I mean? It's oh, like, it's really you can change a room. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you can feel when someone has like a good energy. I, I, yeah. I talk about this all the time, but I used to work on 30 Rock and when Alec Baldwin would enter a room, I, I'm not saying Ooh. good energy. I'm not saying bad energy because it was depending. But he could change the absolute temperature or vibe in a room because he's interesting. He's a very powerful person. He's a very magnetic personality. Obviously, mm-hmm. he's a megastar. Yeah. yeah. But like it's being around him in person, all he changes the energy in the room. And I'm sure, like I'm speaking just from that personal experience, but I'm sure big celebrities or big personalities will change the vibe in a room. Ab- well, that's. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're in LA, which is uh, you know allegedly a very allegedly like it's not true. Uh, like so, you know surface level, superficial kind of place, but also. <laughs> in something like entertainment where it's like why did this person make it over this like why are some if we have a room full of gorgeous people why is this the person that like gets it and it's like it's an unseen unspoken just it's boxy baby exactly and so it's all it goes along perfect with astrology because it's all stuff you can't see but like you know it internally like you know it subconsciously you you're aware of it but right. it's like it's you know it the germans have words for it i'm sure it's just like you know those <laughs> i like, think if anybody does not have a word for it it's germans <laughs> the inuit people have a yes word. Uh-huh. there we go there's, there's, there's probably a hundred words 100 for words for vibes <laughs> um well guys let's send good vibes to you yes. what's the name of your podcast let's get my listeners to listen to your podcast it's what's, what's, your, what's your sign, your sign? Uh, and where can people get it wherever they get podcasts yeah. Yeah, on right. all on all the podcast platforms, you can also follow us on Instagram if we make memes also. Mm-hmm. Uh, Join our Facebook group if you want to like talk to other astro heads. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's very supportive and, and fun. Yeah, we you know, if you have questions, you can email us what's your sign podcast at Gmail. We like if you Google us and like astrology podcast we come up we come pretty up. easily right and you'll find yeah. it and uh, when I tweet out this episode I'll tweet out that information yeah. too hell yeah so baby we love links hell yeah <laughs> big link fan over here <laughs> we love links vibes and links baby <laughs> that's our new merch shirt what was the I want that Scorpio one from earlier I'm gonna tits, tits and tits and Scorpio oh, yeah. or something. <laughs> tits and Scorpio vibe tits and Scorpio <laughs> and vibes and links yes. <laughs> vibes and links is a vibrator and a sausage too next <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah. Keeping it phallic since 1982, Johnny J. Guys, thank you so much for coming hey, on the thank podcast. Thank you, thank you, shitheads. Julia, Lee, yeah, thank Lisa, you, shitheads. Stevie, guys, thank you. Also, real quick aside. Uh, after meeting you guys after the episode came out I followed you guys all on Instagram and uh, most of my friends you you guys use Instagram I think the normal level that everyone does uh-huh. none of my friends use it as much and now I feel like I'm way too close you know what I mean like, <laughs> like I know way more like I've just been like oh yeah I met them once but now I'm like caught, completely caught up hey, in your lives we're here for your yeah. vacations <laughs> we're here for your life I watch all for. your stuff <laughs> <laughs> that's what it's for I know that's totally what it's for but then I feel like when you guys come over to my house I'm like I've actually seen hundreds of pictures <laughs> oh you've seen our catalog <laughs> I'm all caught up and we have to talk off mic about it okay. <laughs> I'm pissed uh, thank you bye shitheads that was a headgum podcast <laughs>